Hey guys, I want to tell you about Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. And how do I know? Because Todd Orndorff on a podcast now switched to Anchor. And it's absolutely free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Can you imagine not having to lug all of your equipment every place you go to do an interview or record? You can do it all right from your phone. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. You can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you want to be heard, they send you there. You do the fun stuff, they do the hard stuff. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You already answered the question yourself. Why are you jumping on me? You already answered it. Because I said I wouldn't want to drink someone's ball bag sweat, and here you are slurping on ball bag sweat. I wouldn't want to do it either, but... We're talking about a man. That's me. He's esteemed. Uh-huh. He's known worldwide. You heard him. He has listeners everywhere. Woo! Damn near every corner of the globe. That's far. Mr. Tuttle. Let's go. I'm a podcast veteran. Been in the game for 10 years. I got the co-host. That knows most. And that's Johnny. And I'm Toddy. This is the TC. What's up, what's up, and good evening to you. This is Todd Order from the Talkcast coming at you from the great state of PA, Central PA to be exact. My name is Todd Orndorf. I'll be your party host for this evening, and along with me today, from parts unknown, he is a hype man for Tattooed in a Wild, the raging redneck himself, the title holder to Castle Venison, Jerkay, Johnny, Simonetti, or Simonetti, it doesn't matter, because he is ready. Johnny, what's up, my friend? What's up, homie? How in the world are you this evening? I am freaking awesome. How are you doing this evening, dude? I, I'm I, I'm doing good. I've calmed down. It's it's been a it's been a uh, frustrating week and a frustrating afternoon, but I'm doing well. How were you two hours ago? I was wound up. <laughs> I was wound up, <laughs> and you know I, mean, I was wound up. <laughs> I, I know you're fired up, and I I don't think I need to be the only person that's fired up. And I, and I know you're probably going to get into some of it. If yeah. you are going, if you are going to, the platform is yours. Well, we had another city council meeting here in my town of Stanton, Virginia, where our Second Amendment a right, Second Amendment rights are being, you know, close to being taken away from us, and they refused to bring it on the docket. Two months ago, the last meeting I was at, we had a council member make a motion to bring it to a vote. She basically was cut off rudely by our mayor, Carolyn Dole. I'll put it out there. She was rudely cut off. So, and she said, Mayor Dole said, well, there are steps to go through to bring it on the docket. Well, you've had two months to bring it. Guess what? I went to the council meeting tonight. It still wasn't brought to a vote. And yes, I got up and I smoked. I smoked. I spoke for about four minutes, and I was the last time I was there. I'm not a public speaker. I don't get up. I, I'm not good at getting up in front of people and speaking. Last time I was nervous. This time, yeah, I was still nervous, but I was pissed off. So that made a little bit of a difference. And I could pretty they, much could they tell in the tone of your voice that you were mad? 
I'll send you the video. My wife, uh, we had friends there that recorded. <laughs> <laughs> we had friends there that recorded the whole thing, and I was be like, on the, "TMZ." <laughs> I was the fourth person to speak, and yeah, you could hear it in my voice. Yeah, I repeated myself a lot, just like I do on the podcast. But I, I flat out told the mayor, "I said I'm tired of your political views, something to that order." Because she basically she made in a public post on our news leader. Uh, paper on Facebook, she called one of her constituents a liar, and she said, no, that's what the Antichrist Trump is doing. You need to leave your personal feelings and politics out. We are your constituents. You work for us. You need to listen to us. Why is this shit not come to a vote yet is what pissed me off so much. When it was already brought up in the last city council meeting, there was a quarter of people. I bet you we had 250 people at the last meeting where we all thought they were going to vote on it. Okay? Tonight, I bet you 50 people, 50 people were there tonight. It, it, and I, I made the statement. I said, you need to make it public knowledge when you're going to address this whole situation of becoming a sanctuary city. Becoming a sanctuary city, city, city is not going to make a damn difference. But you need to listen to your constituents. I've just been fired up all evening. I told you I was going to be fired up. So, so there was but, no vote tonight. No, of course not. There wasn't a vote. I, you know, and I, I just brought it up. I say, hey, you all don't sweep this under the rug. You need to make it public knowledge when you're going to actually discuss this, and you come to a vote. So. The, the citizens of Stanton know where each one of you stand on the subject. So when it comes time to vote, we know who to vote for. Yeah, I, I, wonder, in all, yeah. I, I wonder if that's like why they're scared to, you know? Well, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Everybody wants to be back in office. But then again, like you're not doing your job if you're not being public with what you're doing. Now, my thing is, my thing is, you work for the constituents of this city. You you don't work for how you feel. I don't give a damn how you feel. You need to listen to the people in the city, how they feel. And I'm hoping I can guarantee you when it comes time to vote, I'm going to be on every freaking corner I can with signs. You suck. <laughs> oh. When, when, you when, when, you have, when you have a mayor call a constituent a liar just because she says something about Nancy Pelosi. Oh, I guess she wants to suck her butthole. She must like Nancy Pelosi and she hates Donald Trump. <laughs> Sorry. I told you, dude. I told you I was going to get fired up. <laughs> she called her a liar. She actually called her a liar on 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 on, a, on Facebook, a public post, and I wanted her to respond to me so bad tonight because I've got a screenshot. When I saw it, I'm like, oh, it's not getting deleted. I screenshot it. It's on my phone. You called you called a resident a liar and called President Trump Antichrist. You need to leave your personal feelings out of your decisions. You need to listen to the people of Stanton City. And if you can't bring this crap to a vote, it's not going to get voted in. Because, what is there, six, six members? Six members on the council, including the mayor. Only one person is for it, and she's the one that wanted to bring it to a a, a vote last the last time. 
but I can guarantee you, I'll I'll I'm gonna start sharing this post every freaking week. Yeah, <sighs> okay. I don't I don't, un- I don't understand how anybody could be against it. I I really don't. Like I I ha- have you heard a valid argument? No, I haven't. I actually had a dude. I actually had the last speaker of the night. He, whatever he was, ta- he was like, "Well, you know, some things need to be addressed, and some things need to be how to have it tried." And he turned around, and looked at me when he said, "Some things need to be tried," and I'm shaking my head, no. And he said, "Yeah, I see people shaking my shaking their head, no, and because I'm standing right in the doorway where I can see everybody speaking." And then at the end of his argument, he said, well, you know what? Maybe we should start with taking a gun and see how – just one gun and see how that works. And I'm, he looked at me when he said that. I said, nope, you give them one, they take them all. And I said it loud enough for everybody to hear it. No, you don't, you don't, you don't give up anything because, like I said, you let them take one gun, they're going to take them all. It's bullshit. There's not one valid argument there. Taking one wouldn't wouldn't prove any type of point. That's just that's just idiotic. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> I mean, uh, you give you give the government an inch, and they're going to take a mile. There was not, and, and there was one woman there tonight that you know, with Dream and I talking. Dream and watched the video because it was taped live, and she ended up watching it. And the lady that spoke before me, you know. From what I took, I mean, she was talking about um, people with PTSD, you know, our our servicemen with PTSD. Well, she was talking about taking just taking everybody's gun. She said, "Well, if no one has a gun, then you can't commit suicide." And when I first got up and spoke, and I said, "With all due respect, with the lady before me," I said, "A gun has nothing to do with suicide." I said. Yes, it's unfortunate that that we have you know we we lose twenty two veterans a day to suicide, but if they want to do it, they don't have to have a gun to do it. Exactly. And 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 that's what I said. I, I told her. I said, with all due respect, I said, if someone's going to commit suicide, they don't need a gun to do it. There are many other forms to do it. And I wasn't putting her down in any way, but damn, you don't take guns away from. Law-abiding citizens are no guns. The thing is, some of the things that Northam's wanting to propose, anything over a seven magazine that can hold over seven bullets in a magazine makes you a felon overnight. I'm a four-time felon overnight. And that's just in – I'm not even talking about the scary weapons. I'm talking about pistols. Right. You can you can buy a pistol that holds fifteen rounds over the counter. Then you're a felon. Kiss. Oh, hold on, hold on. I I got to do it right now. Shiner from Big Titty and the Shiner Show. He made the quote. I listened to their show today, and I'm, I told him I was going to quote this. If you think that's right, then you can eat a bag of dicks. There you go. <laughs> I told China I was going to reference that eat a dick reference tonight. Well, there you go. If you think that's right, you can eat a bag of dicks. I think I just found the beginning of the show. (laughs) (laughs) No, 
don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Johnny, you made the beginning of the show yet again. Okay, well, appreciate it. <laughs> I, dude, I told you, I told you earlier in the week, I'm going to get fired up. I'm not throwing out the F-bombs like I did the last time I got fired up, but I That's knew what I did. That's what the show's I, about. We get fired I, up, man. This is a controversial show. We talk about controversial things and things that, you know, make things yep. uneasy and, and things that make us uneasy. This is no PC show. I'm against PC and you're against PC. This is not yep. a PC show. You know why? Because the whole world always has to think about what they're saying or what they're doing or if they can carry a gun, if they can't carry a gun, all that other stuff. The world decides that for us, but on but on Todd Order from the Toddcast, we decide our own fate. Don't you worry about it. That's right. That's right. You know? That's right. Yep. Yep. Wait, we, we've been kicked off the air once. We can do it again. <laughs> we haven't. Oh, Not that's yet. Right, I have. I, that's we, right, I was. Yeah, yeah, we haven't, but you have. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Speaking, speaking of me getting kicked off the air, did you see the head whatever from PETA and what she came out and said? I don't no, know sir. when this was, but I saw an article. See, the, so. PETA, these, I don't even, I don't, I don't know a word that could describe them badly enough. Oh, hold on, but, hold on, wait a minute. I think we might have the wrong definition. You said PETA, because when I think of PETA, I, I think of people eating tasty animals. Am I, I wrong? Am, I am for that. We are talking oh, about. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> My bad. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but okay, go ahead. No, that's, it's a very valid point. I love to eat tasty animals. Now, the head, what I don't, I don't think it's a CEO or whatever the heck it is. I don't know, but the the lady in charge. I read this article where she said that she doesn't understand why people have pets, and she would, she basically wants the world to have no pets. This is PETA. What? Everybody who, everybody who's against. What we do as outdoorsmen, right? They're always yeah. against us. They're always fighting against us. Came out and said that she wants to see a time when there are no pets. Why do people have pets? If pe why can't people just find fellowship in in man or woman? Why does it need to be a pet? <laughs> you didn't see that? No, I did not see that. But that makes oh, absolutely no sense to me at all. Yeah, it's right. It's Ingrid. Okay. Her name is Ingrid Newkirk. Okay? This is what it says. In the end, I think it would be lovely if we stopped the whole notion of pets altogether. Eventually, companion animals would be phased out and we would return to a more symbolic relationship. Enjoyment at a distance. If people want toys, they should buy inanimate objects. If they want companionship, they should seek it with their own kind. Seriously? I'm at a... I'm actually at a loss for words. She... No, I'm not going to say it. She sounds You're, very, very lonely. I, well... I don't get it. I, I, don't I, mean, don't, I don't have words for that, dude. That's just freaking ignorant. Isn't it? 
you, there, hey, you know what? But don't you dare go out in the wilderness, and don't you, don't you dare go out and take a game animal. No way. Shame on you. Them the PETA and Humane Society, man. I just want to verbally punch them in the throat again. Uh, we're done. This will be our last podcast. <laughs> Listen, and for anybody who wants to know why I got kicked <laughs> off of the air, it's because yep. I verbally, I verbally punched PETA and Humane Society in the face, and six hours later I was shut down. But guess who got it back? Because I was right. Those J Bros were wrong. They were butt hurt. They were schmucks. And uh, yeah, that fight was won by us. Whoop whoop. Yeah, whoop whoop. And, 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 and now, and now listen to it. Now they don't even want pets, but they're yelling at us for taking the life of an animal that we consume. Hopefully we'll be back next week, folks. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Screw them. I don't care. A half long fight. I don't care. That that is about the most ignorant thing I've ever heard of. I'm going to tell you what. I've made posts before. This is nothing like coming home. Especially in the summertime, when Sweetie's young, I pull up in the driveway, our 80-pound Border Collie Lab mix, she meets me at the fence with a deer antler in her mouth. When you walk in the house, she gives you a gift. She wants, she'll have a stuffed animal in her mouth to give you. You take it from her, you rub her, you give it back. How can you not want a companion like that? Am I making sense? Yeah, you're making sense, you know. All right. I mean, you're talking about phasing out your... In a lot of ways, it's like the equivalent of, like, walking through your door, like, you know, your little two-year-old's feet pitter-pattering all the way on over to you. You know what I mean? Exactly. It makes you you feel loved. It makes you feel wanted. It makes you feel like, you know what, this is exactly how life should be. Happiness. Yep. But no, not for Ingrid Newkirk. She wants you to go find some jaybrone in the back alley, you know, some back alley behind a dumpster and talk to that person instead of some freaking, you know, some little lovable pet. Go find go find strangers and hang out with them. Go holler at strangers. Hey, don't talk to strangers growing up, kids. Ingrid Newkirk is supporting it. No, she don't want a jaybrone. She wants a... Uh, never mind. I, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> we'll call too much controversy. This, this is this show is controversial. <laughs> yeah, she's not looking for a J Brown, brother. <laughs> she's looking for Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we are now kicked off the air. Yeah, please. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, yeah, Another year and a half legal battle. Oh, okay. oh my god. Dude. Speaking of articles I've seen, I got to tell you about some uh, 250 men and what they pulled off. Did you see this in Ohio? No, sir. I must have missed it. Listen, there's this Amish family. You sure you didn't see this? This was huge. No, there's, there's been a whole lot of other things going on. Uh, where I've had my focus on her over the past week. So. Well, it obviously wasn't Ingrid Newkirk. No, it like was say, not. I don't even like saying her name. Her name's not even fun to say. I don't it like It sounds that. like, when you say Ingrid Newkirk, I, for some reason, I, I hear my cat's hacking up a furball in the background. I don't know. That's what it sounds like. 
<laughs> I don't know. All right, go ahead. In Ohio, there was this Amish farm that had a humongous barn. It was huge. Okay. Yeah. And you know, we we all we all know the Amish aren't really up for using a lot of modern technology and whatnot. But they needed to move this big barn to the other side of their farm. I'm sorry. So, uh, hold on. I don't mean to. Yes, I just saw that today. Now, please go ahead. I'm sorry. I did not mean to interrupt you, but yes, I know what you're talking about now. Sorry. How freaking wild is this? These, ladies and gentlemen, this Amish farm had a barn, a humongous barn that needed to be moved to the other side of the farm. And they didn't use any type of modern technology or any type of vehicle with an engine or nothing. They got 250 Amishmen from all over the state and wherever the heck else they could get Amishmen from. And they carried this sucker by bare hand. Yep. Did yep. you did you read the article? I no, I did not read. I did not read the whole article because I, I saw it. I, I did see it. I literally saw that today. It popped up on my Facebook, and now it, I'm, if I'm sitting on the toilet and I'm taking taking a shit, and I'm oh sorry, I'm taking a crap, <laughs> and I'm scrolling through Facebook, and yes, I did see that, but I did not read the article. That's why I did not know. Exactly what you were talking about, but yes, I did see that. I thought that was cool as hell. <laughs> 250 Amishmen carried this humongous barn by hand to the other side of the farm in less than five minutes. That's so cool. Complete. Yep. I did see that. Now, once you got into it, and I realized what you're talking about, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember seeing that headline. But I didn't read it. I, you know, I never had much time. I'm at work. You know, Dude, how, in the, how how in the world does anybody do that? That's pretty cool. It's a that lot of people, man. Awesome. Yeah, that's a whole lot of four by fours. <laughs> well, th think about how big the barn must be for all 250 to have a spot. Did you see? I saw the picture. It was a big ass barn, dude. I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Hey, by the way, while we're on the topic of, like, well, we're not anymore, but we'll go back to Ingrid Newkirk and PETA real quick. I don't know if you saw this, but there are some people who are uh, in an uproar right now. There's, And I want your take on this. There's this man. <laughs> there is this man who had a service animal. And most people, you know, have service dogs, right? Mm-hmm. Well, this dude had a service <laughs> a service coyote. And the cops were like, uh-uh, nope, not happening. And they went and they took his coyote from him. <laughs> a service coyote. What are your what are your thoughts on the on having a service coyote? Well, if you can have a freaking miniature horse on an airplane because that's your comfort. Why in the fuck? Oh, why in the hell can't you have a service coyote? I mean, did, did you not? Did, you remember that article, right? A woman no. had a freaking. Oh, she's had. This woman had a. I think it was a miniature pony that she said that was her support animal. Complained because they wouldn't let her have it on a plane. So why can't a man have a service coyote? 
it's what's good for the goose is good for the gander, you bunch of libtards. <laughs> I have no idea. I, don't, I honestly, I don't even know what to think. I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it's like, you know, it, 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 coyotes are vicious. We all know that. They have attacked a man before. And, uh, you know, they can, you know, drag a deer around, whatever. So they got they got some strength. They're mean, you know, whatever. But uh, it's, it's kind of like a man taking a selfie with a lion and then, like, turning around and walking away. Like, you just don't know if that lion's going to come after you or not. And, by the way, who trained your coyote? I don't know, Sigrid and Roy. I don't know. <laughs> One of them got attacked. What are you talking about? That's not a good trainer. It's not, but the thing is, it this this whole our freaking world is going down the twos. It, I'm serious. There was a woman who had a freaking what what I say was shit. What what the hell did I say it was, Todd? I don't know. <laughs> oh, a pony. Yeah, she had a pony. She she pissed a fit because she had to have a, her freaking support pony. This is bullshit. You know what? If I if 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 I, if I got a coyote for my support, then you can't tell me I can't have it. That's that's the shit tube we're going down right now. Our lives are our lives are very much influenced and micromanaged. I can't imagine. I can't even. Here's here's what I'm, I just turned thirty three. I can't remember a time, honestly, when you could just like do whatever, and it'd be okay, without somebody, you know, commenting on some sort of social media platform, or you know, hearing it from some stranger who sees you doing something they don't like it. They got they all of a sudden for some reason have a have an opinion that should matter. You know, I just like. Like you, you can't you can't tell jokes anymore because it offends people. Well, I'm yep. sorry, I do. I don't care about anybody else's feelings when it comes to jokes because you shouldn't take humor out of America. But and I just our lives are being micromanaged, and a lot of people are just too. I don't know. Like for some reason, people are for other people telling you how to live your life. Dude, it, there's so much hypocrisy going on right now. It's unreal, especially this week. It is – this week has blown my mind with the events that's happened in the world and with Trump and all this other crap. It, the hypocrisy has just blown my freaking mind this week. It's, it's, it's just been unreal. Has anything else been blown up this week? <laughs> well, not our uh, American, not not our American uh, 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 stations overseas. Uh, that was done on purpose. They were missed on purpose from Iran. But however, um, we made a pretty good uh, shot this I week. Think we missed. No, we didn't miss. I'm pretty sure our accuracy was pretty good. <clears throat> all right, all right. Before we get into this, <laughs> if, if, if you don't mind, let's let's get into something. Talking about a good shot, let's get into something that we were going to talk about last week that we run out of time on. 
Hats off to the man. Yes. I don't have his name in front of me, but we we were going to speak on this last week. We kind of ran out on time. Um, the Texas shooting at the church. From start to finish, it was six minutes. Right? Was that what it was? Yeah, it was six minutes. I didn't know the time. From the time the guy stood up and engaged the first person, and he pulled out his shotgun, it was six minutes. Unfortunately, two people in the church lost their lives. He shot two times, put down two people, and then I, I swear, I, I wish I knew his name. I, I know his name, but I just don't have it wrote down in front of me. He was a trained marksman. As he was moving from, I think it was 32, 24, I don't know, moving target, the man took one shot, shot him in the head, killed him. This is what I'm talking about. That, that's what I call gun control. And then you have Biden come out and saying, well, you should not have firearms in a church. Look, come on, dude, that, that guy's a hero. We were going to speak on this last week, and we didn't. I had to bring it up. Man, that was a hell of a shot. Hey, how many lives did this man save? He's a hero. He doesn't. I'm telling you, it just. Did anybody bring that up at the council meeting? Not tonight. No, I was too fired up to bring it up. I I didn't even think about that tonight. The good this man did with a firearm in his hand. was unbelievable. He's he could have said he he saved that. He literally saved every person in that congregation. Possibly, yeah, absolutely. We don't, you know, we don't know what the the other guy's intention was. We don't know what he. No, but you know I don't. The, no, but you know damn well that the intent was to take out more than two. Yep. 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 I'm gonna tell you what the man was a hell of a shot, and when you want to turn around and tell me I don't have the right to defend myself, <laughs> eat a dick is what I got to say. And that's that's what we're going through right now here in Virginia with our governor. He's wanting to take away. You know, right now, I, I think I may have already said it. I have guns in my house that if these bills go through, it makes me a felon overnight just because they hold more than seven rounds. It's bullshit. I, see, man, I knew I knew we were going to go down this path tonight. But I knew we had to talk about Texas because he is my hero. He saved saved countless lives as far as I'm concerned. Yes, absolutely. You know, if if a dude's spraying a freaking... If a dude's spraying a shotgun, man, like, it's, you know, he may hit one, but he he may take the life of one, but those things spray... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's gonna affect other people too. So it's, I, I, I believe if if I remember, there were a few others injured as well. Uh, I, I think uh, there were a few injured, two dead. 
Honestly, I, I I don't I don't recall that. I think there were only two injured, and they were the two that were unfortunately dispatched. I don't think anybody else was injured. He fired only two shots. He took down two people, and then the hero took him out with a headshot from thirty feet away. I don't think anyone else was injured. You had about six other people in the congregation that pulled up firearms in the church to make sure there was no further threat. I don't think there were any other people injured in that exchange. The two people, unfortunately, were dispatched, and then the hero took him out with one shot. As they say, man, God bless Texas. Only in Texas would you find people in a church, you know, Carrying their six shooters, you know what I mean? Don't, That's freaking don't, awesome. Don't mess with Texas, baby. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't mess, you know, that, j- just think. You know, if, you know, my grandfather was a lieutenant um, for years and years and years. He was a retired police officer. He was actually a cop in Richmond, Virginia at one point. Um, hey. But, uh, you know, he always said growing up, if you're going to be a criminal, be a smart criminal. And of all places, out of all states, if you want to make a statement at, don't pick Texas. No. Don't, don't pick, pick Texas. Texas. There's a why reason you... why there's a reason why so much of this stuff happens in California. <laughs> you know, yep. hey, someone's against guns, let's take the guns, all of a sudden pop, pop, pop all over California. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And California's got some casualties. of the strictest. California's got some of the strictest gun laws in the state. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, in the country, and so does Chicago. Hello, your average 34 shootings a weekend in Chicago alone. Screw you, man. How <sighs> how how can they not see? How can they, how can they not see the ineffectiveness of what they want? They just want power. An unarmed how's that go? An unarmed society is a controlled society, or something like that. It goes something like that. They 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 don't want you to have control. They ain't gonna that's get just, the guns from the criminals. No, that's just it. Yeah, that's just it. Take the guns. Take the guns from the law-abiding citizens. And, well, all the nut jobs and whack jobs out there get to keep theirs, and then they're going to run roughshod all over the place. Yep. You know why? Because they can. Nobody's going right. to fight back. That's exactly right. If you if you have nothing to fight back with, hello. Uh, never mind. I'm not going down that road. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Like, how stupid is that? It is stupid, dude. I just I can't I can't wrap my hands around it. I just I can't comprehend the way people think sometimes you know everybody wants to talk everybody wants to say oh well, you don't you don't have the right to own an assault weapon uh assault is an action i can assault you with a freaking pen i can assault you with a freaking fork and i can tell you right now you can be assaulted with a pen because i was at one point <laughs> no, I, I got stabbed in the face with a pen one time in a in a fight. Yeah, you huh? can. Do we need Did to talk that about that purpose? tonight? <laughs> no, I, I, I I'm not allowed to talk about that. 
think there may be some legal issues there. <laughs> I am not allowed to talk about that. All right. <laughs> but then we won't talk you about it. The pen out on, I thought you threw the pen out on purpose, to, you know, to <laughs> throw a little dig at me. Oh, Lord have mercy. Hey, Johnny, so, what's going on in the world, man? What, what else you want to talk about? Well, not stabbing with pens, that's for sure. No. <laughs> All right, so there's a lot of shit been going on this week, as, as everybody knows. So I want to bring up a little bit of hypocrisy. Some, uh. and yes, I'm going to say from the left. How far? I, how far do you <laughs> So far, you can't even see it from the back of your head. <laughs> so, you know, I got fired up early this week. I sent you a Marco one night. I was fired up. So, yeah. I didn't even, I didn't even know you get fired up. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> you, <laughs> I got fired up on the on the explicit episode. You had to mark explicit because I dropped so many <laughs> F-bombs. So yes, I can. <laughs> so yes, I can get fired up. So yeah, everybody knows what happened this week. Our embassy got invaded, and Trump ordered a strike. Bombed, you know, they bombed the convoy and they killed the number two person in Iran, as far as the you know whatever. However, they ranked themselves. People went apeshit. Oh my God! You, you, you we we killed. He he's going to start World War Three. World War Three. It's coming. Why? You know why? How could he do that? Hello, this is not Benghazi. All right, this is not Hillary Clinton and Obama in charge anymore. We got a president that's got some balls, and You're I had a friend right, of mine. You know what? I had a friend of mine that I'm not going to mention his name because he's a friend of mine. You know, even though we don't see eye to eye, I can sit down and have lunch and dinner with this dude anytime at all. He made a post on the post that I said, you know, uh, referencing referencing this. He said, "Well, Iran shot down a two hundred million dollar drone. Why didn't he declare war then? Yeah, you know, why didn't he do something then?" Really, dude? It's a $200 million drone. Guess what? That's called collateral damage. All right? It's a piece of machinery. But when you have a terrorist, terrorist organization going to invade our embassy, which is U.S. property, that is considered U.S. ground. Well, guess what? That's when you take 12 minutes, Trump had... Troops in the air, everybody going that way. I don't even think it was 12 minutes. I think it was six minutes. And the threat was neutralized. Okay? So that's that's just what that, that's what bothers me. People are more worried about a freaking drone. It, it's a piece of machinery. I ain't, I'm not worried about that, that, that drone. It's a machinery. Yeah, you know what? Maybe it was flying over their airspace. They have the right to shoot it down. You don't have the right to come on U.S. soil on our embassy and attack it and try to take it over. That's when shit happens. 
And then Iran, of course, they shoot missiles off to our base, to our bases over there. There's no damage done, minimal damage done, no casualties at all. And when Trump made his speech the other day, he said, well, I think they're backing down. We're not going to pursue it. This dude actually said to me on my post, oh, well, Trump speaks out of both sides of his mouth. He said he was going to do this and he was going to do that because they retaliated. Um, so you want Trump to back down makes him a bad man. If they made the whole, if if they turned the sand into diamond and made it all a glow stick over there, he's still a bad man. So who's talking out of both sides of your mouth? The hypocrisy of the left and people, I don't understand how they think. Trump, he could have said, hey, you retaliated? We could have freaking lit that whole thing up. He had every right to do that. And he decided not to do it. But now he's an asshole because he didn't? Man, eat a dick. Thank you, Shiner, for that quote. <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? I, it I, know, just makes... I know 100% about what you're saying. It, it, right now, there's never been a time in history like the 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 presidency right now and not because it's Trump it is the single most thankless job in the world right now you can't do nothing right you can't do nothing wrong you know what yeah he tweets so what you know you know what I'm happy about we have a president that has balls legit yep. balls you know why because he's a winner he doesn't take no for an answer it's his way or the highway and you know what He's protecting us, and he's gonna he's gonna do what he has to do to protect us. I firmly believe that. I don't think he has a problem pulling the trigger on anything or anybody. Yep. I, hold on. I got. Why are I, people not thankful for that? Why are people? What? Uh, it's called. It, Todd. It's called TDS. Do you know what that stands for? I saw it. I saw that you put it out there, but I don't remember what it is. Trump something syndrome? Trump disorder syndrome. That's what this world has in the left-wing portions of this United States. It's called Trump... Yeah, what I said. <laughs> Trump derailment syndrome or whatever. It's... It's the hatred of Trump. It doesn't matter what he does. If this man come out tomorrow and said, oh, oxygen is good, and I think he should do this. If he came out tomorrow and said, oxygen is good for the United States, I honestly think you would have people out there that would take a freaking glad bag, trash bag, and zip tie it around their throat so they wouldn't have to breathe oxygen. That's honestly how I feel. That's how Trump derangement syndrome is rampant. Hold on. So anyway, keep going. I, I got to pull something up. I've got it on my phone. You know what I think it is? <coughs> what is All it? these people that were so against them, every, everybody that was speaking out against them, and then he goes and wins. Well, now they can't accept that they're wrong. So now they're trying to find every little thing to nitpick at. Mm-hmm. They try to yep. make themselves feel better and try to make everybody believe that they were actually right when they were actually wrong. 
exactly right. right. So let me let me ask you a serious question right now. How many drone strikes has President Trump ordered in the three and quarter years that he's been in the presidency? How many drone strikes has he ordered? Oh, God, to be honest with you, I don't know. One? One? Okay, one. So let's see. 2017 reported for the Nonprofit Research Organization Council of Foreign Relations that the 542 drone strikes that Obama authorized killed an estimated 3,797 people, including 324 civilians. <coughs> Excuse me. And this is based on U.S. military press releases and news reports. Um, let's see. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Two reports tallying drone strikes under the Obama the Obama administration. The first reported that were 473 strikes between January 20th, 2009, and December 31st, 2015, in areas of active hostiles that included Afghan, Afghanistan, Iraq, and Syria. The second reported that there were another 53 strikes in the same regions for 2016. All right, so why don't you hear anything about that? Exactly. So we killed. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how many people the the, the this drone strike killed when they killed the when they killed Salama Lama or whatever his name was. <laughs> but killed 3,797 people. This was under the Obama administration. Why don't you hear shit about that? Everybody wants to put Trump under a microscope just because their butt hurt because he won. And their precious Hillary didn't. Eat a dick. Sorry, dude. I don't think I'll ever be able to understand why people just can't... You know what? People have an opinion, and you're allowed to have your own opinion, but sometimes you just need to keep that crap to yourself. It's so... Not only that... Johnny, I don't know. Not only that, why can't you just use common sense? I mean, our economy is the best it's ever been. Our unemployment rate is the best it's ever been. Our, Our black employment rate is up. Our Hispanic employment rate is up. People just don't like the fact that Trump won because he's not a politician. Please, and I'm saying I'm going to say it publicly right now, please, for the love of God, let Trump won, win again in 2020 because you will see liberals' heads explode. And I honestly think shit's going to roll downhill when he wins again in 2020. Everybody wants to see Hillary in, in prison. Yes, we all do. That's why the Democrats are so freaking scared. They don't want him to win in 2020. He has exposed the the the, the wrongdoings. The what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, shit, what's the word I'm looking for, Don? The the I'm not sure. the swamp. Drain the swamp. Oh, okay, yeah, drain the swamp. Yeah. Drain, the, drain swamp. the swamp. The Democrats are so afraid that he's going to expose them of all their freaking corruption over the years. That's why they're doing everything. I mean, hey, Pelosi, 
y'all, you said you impeached Trump. Well, he's not impeached until you send it to the Senate. Send it to the Senate. Why not? Because you know it's not going to pass because y'all are a bunch of dumbasses. You got bullshit. All right, all right. Let's just change the subject. We got listener questions. I told you, don't get me. <laughs> Look at you taking over the show. No, I'm sorry, Todd. I'm sorry, Todd. You knew no, I was fired up before apologize. I even got here. No, dude, you, you know why? Because nobody talks like this. Nobody talks about this stuff. Everybody's afraid. Every podcast host, everybody is a freaking afraid to say stuff. And I'm not afraid to say stuff, and I appreciate that you're not either. Somebody yeah, needs, somebody <laughs> needs to actually speak. In, in, instead of being worried about what others say or others think. If you listen to my show and you don't like what we're saying right now, or if you don't like the opinions that we have on this, hasta luego, bye-bye. Don't worry what? about it. We do, this, we do this stuff for numbers, and you know what? My numbers are already good enough. If you've got a problem with what we're saying, hasta luego. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. I wish you the best in life. But, th- but, but we're not going to sugarcoat stuff for someone's ears. But but you know what? I, I'm I'm going to have to concur on what you just said. If you don't agree with what any of us are saying, hey, I'm up for any kind of discussion. I'm up for any kind of discussion. I, I will talk to anybody. I will try to to logically, like like my dude like my dude that posted on my you know, and we got into it the other night on Facebook. I can sit down with with my man and and talk to him and say, look, this is how I feel. This is why I feel the way I feel. I, you don't have to say, "Oh, fuck these guys." They're oh, sorry, fuck these guys. They're they're just nothing but a bunch of conservative rednecks. Uh, no, I will. I'm willing. We, that seems to be what we get, though. I know, but you know what? There's never you're you're never able to debate these people. They're always just have an opinion, and then they blow you off. I understand. I I understand. There's there's chances are. There are there is no way that I can sit down and talk to one of my liberal friends and change their mind. I I can try to explain how I feel the way I feel. They can tell me how they feel. They're not going to change my mind either. But I don't want people to say, "Oh, well, these guys are just a bunch of you know conservative rednecks and blah blah blah," and just not listen to the show. No, it contact us. Contact us. Give us your opinion. I, I will discuss it with anybody. I'm not the smartest dude in the world, but I'll sit down and, and talk to you. You tell me how you feel, I'll tell you how I feel. We're not, Nobody's ever going to agree on everything. But some of this shit, to me, is basic common sense. That's what I can't wrap my hand around. You know, if anybody seriously wants to take Johnny up on that, or myself, at the end of every single show, we announce how you can get a hold of us. This show has an email on the talkcast at gmail.com. You can find Johnny on Instagram. You can find the show on Facebook. Feel free to write. If you got something you want to say, speak up. Absolutely. Johnny Simo, Tattooed in the Wild, send me a, a, a message if you if you don't agree with me. I will discuss it with you. I'm not going to say, oh, you're wrong. Screw off. I'm not talking to you. That's not how I am. I, I I work with one of the most liberal people I know in my life. We have we can sit down and discuss things, and he tells me how he feels. I tell him how I feel. We can have a a, a logical conversation. It's not that I have a I don't have a problem with that. 
but dang, just listen, people, you got to you got to open your mind. You I'm not against everything that Obama did. Absolutely not. And I might get criticized for this. As far as I'm concerned, the best thing Obama did when he was in office was made he made gay marriage legal in all fifty states. That that to me, that's the best thing he ever did. Because I'm gonna tell you what, I don't have a problem with that. Some of my best friends are gay, male and female. I don't have a problem with that. There, everything he did was not bad, but I still think he created most of the problems we're having today. Of course, that's how I feel. But I'm not going to shut you out just because you don't agree with me. Let's just sit down and talk to you, logically. All right, anyway. Just from, just from experiences, that seems to be their common practice. Have an opinion, don't debate. It's their way. Flip out because you believe in what someone else is doing and not them. So, yeah. Next, you say we got right. fan questions? Yeah, we got fan questions. Let's let's move on. That that going up my blood pressure. I need I need to double up on my blood pressure tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so our first band question is Shane Orndorff. Hey. <laughs> they want to know, what's the best game meat to eat and why? Johnny, I want you to answer this first because I want to see what I, – I haven't spoken to you about it, but I want to know what yours is and then we'll compare. All right, well, I personally have never got to hunt this animal. It's a bucket bucket list on mine for sure. I have had elk meat before. I have had fresh elk meat, and I'm going to tell you what. To me, I've had antelope. I've had mule deer. and But to me, elk meat is my absolute favorite. If I had a choice, if somebody said, hey, I'll trade you a, you know, a, 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 some elk meat for some whitetail, I'm trading that whitetail all day, every day. Absolutely. That's mine too. I'm an elk. You know, like, like elk meat even has like a little bit of sweetness to it compared to venison. Yes, yes. And yes. it is just ungodly good. Now, yep. I, I got to ask you this: Have you ever had morning dove? I've never. <laughs> I've heard of morning wood, but I've never heard of morning dove. <laughs> If you ever get the opportunity to eat a morning dove, it's probably the best bird you would ever have. I but like I said, you got to explain to me what is morning dove. Is it just a, a dove? It's a dove. So you kill it in the morning. I'm slapping I, is it different from a morning dove and an evening dove? I'm going to slap you like I slapped Pete in Humane Society. And like I feel like some woman should do to Ingrid Newkirk. Because we don't hit women. I mean, I've had dove before. Yeah, dove is delicious. Dude, doves are freaking great. But to oh, yeah. answer the question, elk without elk 110%. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, no, and like gonna, a, no, no, go ahead. No, 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 I, go ahead. I just, I got to give a shout out to Shane. Shane's my cousin, folks, and I'm so freaking proud of this dude. He's, uh, 
you know, he's a cousin, but, you know, he's a brother to me. And, uh, right, right. He is the executive chef at Shy Bear Brewery in Lewistown, Pennsylvania. Whoop! And, uh, you know, he went to culinary school. I w- whenever I lived in Pittsburgh, I lived with him for a little bit while he was going to school. He graduated. He, He's worked at a few different restaurants. He worked his way up, and now and now he is an executive chef. And nice. Yeah, I'm super proud of the dude because the things he creates is just unbelievable. So there's this place, a, a tenth of a mile from my home, called Big Spring Spirits. It's a distillery, and every Wednesday they have a guest chef come in. And Shane was there yesterday. He was the guest chef, and and he was the guest chef there a month ago too. They brought him back twice in like a month and a half because of his success there. Nice. So Making me hungry. we went right. So smoking hot, and I went last night. And let me just tell you some of the things that Shane made. It was and it it was crazy. Like some of the stuff was freaking crazy. First of all. He had a deviled duck egg with capers, dill, a couple other things. I didn't get to try that. I'm not much for deviled eggs, but I probably would have tried it because it was a duck. The smoking Hot got this appetizer. It was a chicken liver mousse with... Oh, wait. Well, hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. Repeat that? Chicken liver mousse. <laughs> oh, it came sure. with it came with like eight pieces of like like small little like crackers that look like toast or whatever. So she took the the, the chicken liver mousse, spread it on a little piece of toast, and then she put pickled beets and I don't remember what the heck else was on there, but she took a bite of this thing. And she gave me this look like I would choose this over you any day of the week. (laughs) So, so, uh, you know, apparently that was prime time. I don't eat beets. I don't like anything really pickled. But she was like, you got to try the chicken liver mousse. I was like, all right. She took the spoonful. I'm not going to lie, Shane. I love you. uh, You know, that's no secret I do, but I didn't like it. But apparently, if you just eat it plain, it's kind of I don't know how to describe it. But with the extra stuff, it was one of the it was like just the flavors just mesh so well. It's, it's like one of the best things you could ever have in your life. Mm. Mm. Man, yeah. I'm telling you, you got my mouth watering. I'm hungry already. <laughs> I came well, home, took a bath. I t- I came home, took a bath, and went straight to the meeting. I'm hungry. <laughs> well, let me tell you, we're not done yet because that was the appetizer. And uh so that was the appetizer and then it was time for entrees. And I got a a venison steak with baby potatoes. They were roasted baby potatoes with some whatever, I don't know, some fancy five-star restaurant glaze thing and uh believe it or not a celery puree was underneath the potatoes 
And dude, I, I tried I was like, this is like mashed potatoes. What is this? I took a bite and I was like, what is this stuff? And then like, as the taste settled in, it's like, oh my God, that's celery. But dude, if you, this, this venison steak was like maybe two and a half inches thick. It was big. Mm-mm-mm. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I got the family discount on the size of this steak because it was massive. And, uh. Dude, I got to maybe like an inch and a half left on this steak, and I was cutting so paper thin because I wanted it to last so long. It was so good. <laughs> you are killing me. And well, and then the smoking hot got a fava bean agnolotti with a yellow curry bisque, which I don't even know what half that stuff is, but uh, it was really freaking good, dude. There was mascarpone on it. There was curry. There was fermented white peppers it was dude it was unreal like the stuff he makes is just it's just freaking wild so you know shout out to shane because that was another night of like major success oh my gosh that sounds good dude when you listen you gotta come up here and i'll take you to shy bear and uh you'll love it man we've been there quite a few times and I swear the smoking hot only gets the pork belly tacos because it's like <laughs> she said it's like a fourteen out of ten. Dang on, that's man! I'm telling you, you literally got my mouth water. I'm I'm getting ready to kick the chair and say, "Mom, meatloaf." <laughs> <laughs> I'm By hungry, the way, dude. Speaking of meatloaf, did you hear about him? He's in the news. No, I did not. Okay, everybody knows meatloaf. Yeah, and. Uh, Meatloaf just went vegan. Should he what? change his name? Should he change yes. his name? Absolutely. You can't. You can't be called Meatloaf and go vegan. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he just. He just announced he's going vegan. Um, I guess he said he's not going to change his name. But I think he should go as like lettuce loaf or something. What do you call it? kale loaf? I don't know. <laughs> Just call him celery stick or something. I don't know. You can't be right. called meatloaf. <laughs> I know. Meatloaf oh. went vegan. Oh, gosh. Don't meatloaf get me on vegans singer. either. I, we're not. Hey, Ugh. speaking of speaking of meatloaf, and, and because he's a singer, that we can go into the next question as far as that Segway. goes. Segway. Segway to the next question. Talking about singers. All right, so our buddy from the Titty and Shiner Show, Big Titty has a question. He wants to know, what is your top three albums of all time? Oh, my gosh. All right, so he, 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 he said, these are mine. Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction, Motley Crue, Shout Out to the Devil, and The Eagles, Hotel California. Those are her her his three favorite albums that he has huh well one of his or mine i'll say that but I, let's let you answer first because i gotta think I, about I, this, I, this I, so let me guess me. All right. so so let me guess let me guess you said one of your one of his is yours I, i'm gonna guess it's motley Crue. shout out the devil am i right or wrong what makes you think it's Motley Crue? I don't know, because because they're going on tour. Oh, they're definitely going on tour. And you said you really want to go to that tour. 
Am yeah, I right I'm or freaking wrong? Jack. Yeah, and I'm freaking Jack that I'm not. Okay, so, but am I right or wrong? Shout out to the moon! Yes, yeah. sir! Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. would take that as a yes. <laughs> yeah, dude. I Listen, listen, dude. I wanted, growing up, man, I wanted to be freaking Nikki Six. Like, I, I want, well, okay, okay. Minus the cocaine and the heroin and the death. I, right. I, I, I wanted Nikki Six's hair so bad growing up. But now, I, I wish I knew what his favorite song. I, I wonder if Shout at the Devil is his favorite song on there. Because mine, actually, like, I, am, I love the song Freaking Looks That Kill, man. I yep. love Looks That Kill. Something about like the first ten seconds of that, like I feel like I could go and bench press six hundred pounds. <laughs> I would end up dead, but I feel like, well, I guess there I I would be close to Nikki Six then because he died twice. But yeah, <laughs> I just I just knew that's just I, like I said I had that in my head. All right, so shout out to Devil. Yeah, go ahead. She's got the looks to kill. Oh wait a minute, I can't. Dude. I can't hold a tune in the bucket. <laughs> no, you know what? I think you should do that for the fans. <laughs> no, I already did it. That was it. All right, so mine is. <laughs> I'm going to get. I'm. I know I'm going to get some shit from this, but you got to realize I was growing up in the '80s. So right now, and I said it on the last podcast when we were talking about our favorite singers, Justin Moore, Outlaws Like Me. That's one of my favorite albums. I, I think I know every song on it. I love Justin Moore. Just love it. Um, and then we'll throw it back to the 80s. Bon Jovi, Slippery When Wet. Listen to this guy. Yep. Yeah, I, I like some Bon Jovi. No, no, that's not even the bad one. Here's the one that I'm going to catch some shit for, probably. Michael Jackson Thriller. I don't think you're going to catch crap for that. I know okay. that... I know that the smoking hot will uh, shake your hand and squeeze you tight because she is madly in love with Michael Jackson. Man, I can't help it, dude. You don't understand. I was growing up in the 80s. I had the black leather jacket with all the zippers on it. <laughs> I didn't have the red one. I had the black one. I had the Michael Jackson jacket, no doubt about it. I, You know, yeah, he's a freaking – he's a – freaking pedophile but damn he made some good music how old were you in 86 uh 86 16 <laughs> i was 16 in 86 yep i was and i was born in 86 <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was 16 you were, brother. you were driving <laughs> when i was born that's awesome yep <laughs> yep Yep. Holy smokes! I was I'm I was six. Go ahead. I'm gonna. Uh, okay, shout out to Devil for sure. Um, and dude, you might not know this about me, but I grew up with. Uh, there was uh, basically whenever like my early childhood, there was only one band like I really knew of. Um, and. Uh, I grew up in a humongous Beatles household. Right. Sergeant Peppers, dude. I, I, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, these these kind of questions like this are so freaking hard because 
it's hard to pick one album. There's so much great freaking music out there. It's hard to pick. I thought yeah. long and hard about this today. And those those were the ones I come up with. So, now, the Beatles, yeah. <laughs> yeah I love yep. the Beatles. I, I yep. had no choice growing up. And, you know, like, as you get older, you start to appreciate people and their talents. It's like, how do you not appreciate the freaking Beatles? Yeah. Elvis, on the other hand, screw him. But, you know, I don't care about his birthday or whatever. Don't say what? screw Elvis. He just had a birthday, man. Come on, so, man. That man could act. act. They didn't. They didn't even let. Yeah, he, can, he didn't. Yeah, he can act a fool. No, he. They just let him sing his battle along. Dude, Elvis. He, uh, look. he tried to kick the Beatles out of America. Don't get hey, me started. Yeah, but he, hey, he didn't have to act. All he had to do was sing his dialogue. You ever heard Eddie Murphy? Raw. I think it was Raw. He said. He said, Elvis didn't have to act. All he had to do was sing his dialogue. Elvis, we got to win this race. We got to win this race. <laughs> Elvis, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Elvis, you want some lemonade? Lemonade. That cool, refreshing drink. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I love Eddie Murphy. <laughs> no. All right, oh so gosh. next question. All right, I think we covered that one, right? We're good? I named two because I can't think of a third, but, yeah, we're good. Yeah, I think that's – oh, no, wait. That's right. you got to have a third. That's right. You only answer two. <sighs> Come on, give us another album. Oh, man, another album. Um, Dude, I don't know. I'm freaking stuck. Um – let me see. Let me see. Yeah, that's that's the thing. There's so many good ones. You just you don't know which one to pick. Uh, okay, listen. I'm gonna get back to you on it. Oh, right. actually, you know what? Um, Stillmatic. I loved the Stillmatic album in 2001 by Nas. You know who that is? Nope. He's, Okay, back in the day, I was a humongous, humongous hip-hop and rap fan. Humongous. Okay. And the USA Today did this, took like a pool or whatever the heck they did. And um, this guy Nas, anybody who's in the rap world or rap fan knows who Nas is. He was named the number one lyricist of all time he's like you know he's not all about like the rhyme and then and like you know everything having to rhyme off of each other but he's just got a flow and a sound and i absolutely loved the stillmatic album from 2001 that's what i'm saying i'm gonna throw a little hip-hop in here okay all right well you know what now that you say that i remember the name nas i may not know who it is but there's a good chance i probably know one or two of his songs, but I'll bet you, I'll bet you, you do. I, I probably would. I don't know the album, but the name Nod sounds familiar. Because you know me, I'm I listen to everything, so I'm sure I'd probably know one or two of his songs. I'll send you a few to listen to. All right, you do that. All right, <laughs> All right so question. we got we got two more questions here. And these are from 
you boys from the Atomic Drop Show. Dude, why are they participating? Because they love you, Todd. No, screw those guys. No, they don't. No, yes, they do. No. I told you. No, they come on here. They ask the stupidest questions. They try to sabotage the show. They try to take you away from me. I don't care. No, it's not happening. (laughs) It's not happening. These are actually funny as shit, dude. Yeah, I'm sure they are. (laughs) All right, so here's the first question. I'm sure they're valuable and worth asking. Go ahead. If you had to eat a food or beverage that someone dropped their testicles into, which one would you? (laughs) Which one would you pick? Would it be salsa, tartar sauce, a milkshake, or queso? I'm gonna spare. I'm going to spare PETA, and I'm going to punch those two in the throat. <laughs> I got this question from Ben the other day, and I'm about to piss my pants. I'm like, where do you come up with this shit? <laughs> See what I mean? Exactly. You're not sane, you're not normal if you come up with crap like that. Oh, good God. <laughs> so, if you had to eat a food or beverage that someone dropped their testicles into, which one would would you pick? Salsa, tartar sauce, a milkshake, or queso? <coughs> Excuse me. I don't eat cheese, so I wouldn't pick queso. I don't eat tartar sauce, so I wouldn't pick tartar sauce. Okay. And I and I ain't drinking anybody's ball sweat, so give me salsa. <laughs> salsa it is. <laughs> and I told him, I said, I'm not eating any of it. I said, this is not even going to be asked. He said, nope, you got to ask it, you got to answer it. And he actually had, hold on. He said, think about it. He said, think logically. Because he said he's going to milkshake all day long. Yeah, all right, I'm sure was, you wouldn't that, want to drink someone's balls. Go ahead. <laughs> was, that was Ben. He said, but think logically about this. If it's cold outside, you pick queso. Salsa for Cinco de Mayo. And tartar sauce for Lent. <laughs> and I I'm said... Gonna, I'm going to smack him. <laughs> I, I legitimately... Want to see my fist make a dent in his forehead right now? <laughs> and that's it. And here, here was one of my responses. I said, "You know damn well we probably all have eaten food that someone put their nutsack laid into, unbeknownst to us." However, no, we have if I not. Know, yeah, uh, you you know bullshit. You know damn well you've been at a restaurant where somebody, some kid's pissed off and he stuck his ball sack on your cheeseburger and you ate it. Guaranteed, it's happened to everybody. Guaranteed. We obviously <laughs> live in two different areas. No, bullcrap! You, you got some kid out there that's out there flipping burgers and he's like, I hate my job. He gonna put his ball sack on your cheeseburger. <laughs> And you ate it. But, however, knowing that it's happening, I'd have a hard time doing that. 
And he said, if it makes it any better, you could put reload on it. All right. I'll put reload in my milkshake because I'm going with milkshake. Oh, so you're picking a Thomas Dropship side. No. Absolutely not. I'm just saying. I would you want to drink loaded. someone's ball bag sweat? You already answered the question yourself. Why are you jumping on me? You already answered it. Because I said I wouldn't want to drink someone's ball bag sweat, and here you are slurping on ball bag sweat. I wouldn't want to do it either, but you already answered the question. But, hey, if I know it's going to happen, if I'm getting paid, put a little reload rub in the uh, milkshake, hey, you already answered the question yourself. Don't what turn it back. Dr- <laughs> Don't, turn Don't back tell me, me what to do. This show has my name on it. <laughs> Yeah, but don't turn it back on me. <laughs> you know where I'm at. <laughs> I don't get you sometimes. Next question. Next question is still from the same dudes. Of course it is. Yeah. If you right. had to lick a celebrity's ball bag, which celebrity would you choose? No, what? What's the question? Next question is, do you have to walk barefoot in one of these locations, Bourbon Street, Bourbon Street, the Las Vegas Strip, a public train station bathroom, or a porta potty at a festival. Uh, I went first last time. You go first. Say again. I went first last time, so you go first this time. I'm going to go with the Las Vegas Strip. Heck yeah, me too. I, I would go with Las Vegas Strip. I mean, it's kind of presentable, yeah. I mean, you want to walk down Bourbon Street, you got people pissing everywhere. You got girls walking down the street pissing. All right, so that's Bourbon Street. And then you got a public train station bathroom ew no and then a port (laughs) porta potty at a festival (laughs) you know they're not making the freaking toilet they're pissing on the floor so i'm 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 taking the las vegas trip because that's presentable now they should have put in uh san francisco sidewalk that would be the last place i'd want to walk barefoot (laughs) because that's nancy pelosi's district there they they have an actual crew to clean up human feces off the sidewalk are you aware of that money no but there's Uh, not enough money no i'm saying so absolutely it's going to be the las vegas strip for me because they they want to keep that presentable because, you know, it it's it, it, it's a high money making area. Shit, I'll take that all I'm, day long. I'm taking Las Vegas because the way they've built Vegas in the past ten to fifteen years is like not only just like for gambling and stuff, or, you know, for like a parents getaway. 
there's a lot of things like for families and kids and such. So right. if I gotta walk through barefoot, I'm going to Vegas because there's gonna be families, and you know if if you know I could just you know. Oh yeah, no, I agree I with you 100. Well, I can just smack a dude out of his shoes, take his shoes, and then you know he's gotta answer the question. <laughs> Yeah, he looks at me the wrong way. We're at the dice tables together, and he sevens out. Well, I got a bunch of money on the board. I would smack him off his shoes, and then take his shoes and just take off. I'll let him keep his lunch money. I just want his shoes. <laughs> yeah, so we are definitely in agreement on that one, buddy. Oh. And that was it. That was it for the uh, listener questions. All right. God. Oh, thank you, Shane. Thank you, Big Titty. Uh, Atomic Job Show, guys. Whatever. But, uh, yeah. Oh, there's a lot spoken about on this episode, John Boy. It was, bud. And I, I'm, I'm sorry I got a little worked up. Hell, we're... Shit, hell, we're at hour and 15 minutes in. I'm sorry I got worked up, but... I don't know. I hope we covered everything. Well, if not, you know what? We'll... we'll uh, We'll cause some havoc next episode as well. As we always do, brother. As we always do. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to reach out to the show, if you want to debate Johnny on the topics he spoke about today, you can hit up the show at onthetodcast at gmail.com. You can find the show at Todd Ornoff on the Toddcast at Facebook and Instagram. Johnny, if any left-wingers want to find you to talk some smack, where can they find you? Johnny Simo, tattooed in the wild on Instagram. And I'm open. Is your, are you open for DMs from these people? Oh yeah, I don't care. DM me. Yeah, I'm open for it. I'm, I'm always open for discussion. I, <laughs> I just, yeah, I'm good. I just like to talk to people. Open for discussion. <laughs> Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for joining in. This has been another wonderful episode, and we will see you next week. My name is Todd Orndorf. Out. Peace. We're talking about a man. That's me. He's esteemed. Uh-huh. He's known worldwide. You heard him. He has listeners everywhere. Woo! Damn near every corner of the globe. That's far. Mr. Let's go. I'm a podcast veteran. Been in the game for 10 years. I got the co-host that knows most. And that's Johnny. And I'm Toddy. This is the TC.